Welcome rock and metal fans. Coming to you from the barns of Amish country and pastures of cows are those two bad boys of rock and metal. B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Bringing you the best rock and metal bands from the 80s and 90s. And today, playing and discussing music from the featured bands with special guests, interviews, contests, and much more. So grab a beer and turn it up. It's time for the Headbangers Vault. Hello, you beautiful people. I am the B1 Bomb. And I'm the Smuts. What's up, everyone? And we are the Headbangers Vault. There you go, that mm-hmm. beautiful sound to start the show. So tonight, people, this is the one of the most important shows that me and Smuts have ever done on I, this I, I podcast. I really struggled. I'm still just kind of mad at myself. Some a, of the albums I didn't put on. It's a big one. Yep. You guessed it. Our all-time top 10 favorite albums by the B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Yes. This was a hard one. Oh, it's very difficult. It's one of the hardest we've ever had to do. I would say my 10, 9, and 8, I could... Intermix? I could definitely intermix. I could put another album in. Oh, I could have put several. I could have put... Several. I I struggled with my number 10 pick and my number 1. I just changed my number 10 pick. Just changed it when I got here. On the fly. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, Smuts, I'll let you go first. All right. Since you're the man here. I'm going to go with a band that came out in 1990. And they went right to the top. I think I know where he's going. And this was the first song I ever heard by him. Well, actually, it wasn't the big song that was on the radio, but this song. The first song on the album. Slaughter, stick it to you. Yep, I remember. This album kicks butt. Guys were big. Every chick had Mark Slaughter's post on the wall. (laughs) And this album reached double platinum. Yeah. And I, I mean, you saw Fly the Angels video. He's up all night, sleep all day. Yeah. I mean. 1990, these guys were one of the biggest bands oh, in yeah. the nation. They're in the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, an iconic Mark Slaughter voice coming on. From the Benny Vincent Invasion. This is awesome. I mean, the guitar is awesome. Yeah, drums. this is good. Cowbell. There we go. Got their little cowbell. Love the cowbell. I love it. I mean, this whole album is awesome. I mean, yeah. You got Eye to Eye. You got Burning Bridges. Very next song. From beginning I mean, to end. I mean, it's one you can just throw on. Like I say, yeah. put the tape in and let her go. And you know that the CD had a few bonus tracks yes, that yes, I found did. out later on. Yes. I didn't have that when I first got it. I mean, I just love this album. I do, too. Now, yeah, Mark can't hit the high notes anymore like this, but... He's still trying. He is trying. I'll give it to him, and I'll let you guys know, because I have slaughter tickets. There you go. So, I got some concerts coming up, people, so I'll, uh, I'll keep you updated on that. The times are changing. Yes. What the heck is that? But everyone's heard this song. I mean, should, if you're listening to this podcast... Yeah, this is a big. This is the demo demo, version. Yep. 
Never heard this. And I, I like Fly of the Angels, but this I kind of got burned out on it. I yeah. Mean, but I, I got to say, this is my favorite Slaughter song on this album. Desperately. This is a good one. I love the guitar. I still hear this drums. on the radio. Once in a great while. Yeah. I, just love, I, I love this whole song. I mean, I love this album. I mean, it's a classic. Yeah, that's Late a good. 80s, early 90s. Yeah. I just love his voice in this, too. It just fits it. I mean, it's perfect. <laughs> yes, it does. Awesome. Should I go to uh, another band or another album? Or are we going to two albums or one each? Go ahead, Smush. You can go with your number nine pick there. I'm not going to spend too much time on this band because it almost seems like I talk about them every episode. <laughs> yep, I know. I'm going to have some of those on mine, too. Because, of course. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's a good, good song. But my next band also came out right around the same time. I want to say it came out in 1990 or 1989. And I, I've talked, it seems like for a band that never really made it, I talk about these guys a lot. And I had to put this album on there. Bees. Yep. Bees. Yep. I had to do it. I talk about them, it seems like every week. We hear about the Sleaze Bees a lot. So check these guys out. I, mean, I love them. I mean, you hear this song on the radio all the time. This is an awesome song. I love this song. This song brings back a lot of good memories. And they they do play it on 94.3.3. Absolutely. Salina, Ohio. Salina, Ohio. I mean, this is awesome. This is a good album from beginning to end. Yes. Awesome. This is awesome. Heroes Die Young. Yeah, this is the one I think I was introduced this is the to first these guys. I've heard by these guys. Yep. The video, their hair's flowing. They're like in an abandoned hell, I don't know what it is. Driving theater. That was a their pretty crazy video. Yeah. And I, I was doing some reading on that video. They said uh it took like hours. There hours because it, it like poured down rain. And they couldn't get out there, and they were there for like twenty some hours. Wow. They're like exhausted by the time this, they start doing the video. So wow. this video is awesome too. I mean, yeah. air's flowing. Check it out, people. Yeah, guitars are rocking. It's too bad these guys didn't get more popular. I mean, they were so freaking good. I know. I mean, you know, and just like the bands that are overseas, they have some weird names. They don't really catch on over here because the names are so weird we yeah just, you know like sleaze bees what the, the sleaze bees yeah, what the heck's that you know I'd, I'd actually like to look in i don't even know if i can find this information but i'd like to see how many albums this actually sold probably sold quite a bit it was on atlantic records right it was on a big the record label first two i believe were yes yes their third one was on an independent label and then they also had a live album that came out yep. too. Yep. That's awesome part right here. 
little screw bleeding tattooed. Yep. They always just kind of had the intros. This oh. guitar in this is awesome right here. And then... Bass coming in. Drum. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Very underrated album. It is. Big time. Yeah, this is good. I just love his voice. Love everything about these guys. I think about seven years ago, these guys got back together and went on tour for a while. I think you're right. Oh, yeah. That's how I want to be. Uh, all right, B1. Okay, Smuts. My number 10 album was a struggle. Mm, I had many contenders for oh, this. I had tons of contenders. I'm going to read a few contenders to the list of number oh, 10. Oh. I had Stay Hungry, Twisted Sister. Oh, that was, yep, up there. Van Halen, 1984. Yep, absolutely. One of my favorite Christian bands, Christabox. Okay. <laughs> STP Core. Oh, okay, that's a classic. And then the biggest one that I had to leave out, this was a close one, Smuts, Dream Theater, Images oh, and wow. Words. Okay. But the band that beat them out oh, here, wow. Smuts. Who is it? Is this band right here. Bride. Oh. One of my favorite Christian bands off their best album i think they ever put out this full of bees yeah, i said that yeah. keep listening to this cd all the time i just couldn't ignore it they went to a more rap core approach on this album okay. and i really loved it. it sounded awesome i mean awesome founded by members dale and troy thompson seems like we talk about these guys like we talk about sleaze bees about every week we do <laughs> Yeah, they were on a different record label, and they weren't pushing this album. And it made Dale Thompson mad, so he went to the owner of the record label and told him his personal beliefs and philosophies, and that got him right out of their record label. Wow. Because he was getting pretty angry. The man of God. He was. With the fear of God. He did. (laughs) He did. Yeah, this is some pretty intense bride music right here. There was another song on here. I've probably played it on the podcast in the past, but I'm going to play it again. Let's hear it again. Let's hear it again. This is called Never Thought About God. I think about God all the time. Like, why are you doing this to me? (laughs) He has a plan for you, Smudge. He's got a plan. How much pain? Let's see how much pain this guy can take. He's got a plan. (laughs) Trial by fire. I guess. I've seen these guys in concert twice, and they were great. Right. They're pretty intense. A lot of different band members have moved through them through the years. A lot of change. 
They're still doing it, although Dale lives overseas, but they still make albums. Okay, that's good. This is more of a haunting kind of song. It just really gets in your brain. Pretty cool. Sounds good, B1. Oh, yeah. Now, Smuts, they also had a song called War. And if I remember right, the Geneva Assault, (laughs) which me and Smuts belong to, had a song called War War. that the Bones wrote. Yeah, you can check it out on YouTube. Yeah. And when I hear this song, I think about Geneva Assault. (laughs) Maybe Bride stole that from us. Better call those guys. Talk to our lawyer. Yeah. Send them a notice. Cease and desist. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Now, this album we just talked about on our last podcast, which was some of the greatest debut albums of all time. And I'm going to bring this back. Actually, I might have a few more that were on that last episode. Now, this band, talked about them last time. This is Living Keller. Okay. My number nine pick. Off the album Vivid, 1988. Pretty big album. Yeah, this is a big one. This was number six on the U.S. Billboard 200. It was big. These guys had more of a, what do you say, kind of a hard rock, metal, funk, rap, punk, jazz. Yeah. They had a, a bunch of stuff in Punk. There. Yeah. They infused it all, and it worked yeah, great. I'm, I'm just surprised. Well, times were different back then when they came out. Like yes. right now, if these guys came out, they'd be big. Yeah. They'd be pushing them big time. Big. Because they're black, if you didn't know people. Great musicians. <laughs> I don't care what color they are. Yeah, they did. good. They didn't care. I mean, that's awesome that they were part of the kind of the heavy metal, hard rock scene back in the day, right. but they did it yep. differently, and it sounded awesome. Yep, they were good. I liked them. When we down the street. I like this song right here. This is called... Middleman. This had more of a hard rock sound to it. Okay. And I guess this album was one of the most popular albums in 1988. That says anything. It. I believe it. I don't think many bands sounded like these guys back no, then. No one sounded like these guys. And I believe they opened up for the Rolling Stones back in the day, too. Oh, really? Pretty big slot. Just like the rest. And the Call of Personality won a Grammy Award, too. That's a great song. That's a great song. That one still gets played a lot. Once in a while. It's just too bad these other songs don't get played on the radio. It's crazy how that works sometimes. They get stuck in that one-hit wonder kind of slot. Well, it sucks when your record label don't push other songs or albums. Yeah. And then you're kind of just screwed. Yep. So. This is one of my... Favorites on this album, Funny Vibe. 
Love the intro. I'll just play a quick snippet of this. I'll move on here. This is some smoking music, folks. Pretty good. And for fans of Living Color, I definitely recommend you check out their first two albums. They're both really good. A little funk going on right there, Smuts. That's nice. Throwing a little bass at you. Yeah. What you got next there, Smuts, on your number eight? I'm going to go with a band that, you know, does have a few albums. Okay. But this album came out in 1990. <laughs> I mean, Magical a my, year. A lot of my albums came out in 1990 that I like. But I'm going with Lynch Mob. First one. Wicked Sensation, this song. And this song was on MTV. I think we've talked about these guys. Very little, but we have. A little bit. A little bit here, a little bit there. But I love this whole album. Yeah. Awesome. Everybody I knew owned this album at the time yeah. that was into yeah. music. We all had it. And this, this album did reach gold status. I believe but it. But it grunge was coming at them, and they just... Yeah, their second one didn't really go second very one far. Very good. No, it wasn't. But this, this video is on the... I remember, like, the chick had, like, dreadlocks and was, like, in mud or something. I remember that. I was like, who's this? I was like, these guys are good. They kind of formed from the ashes of Dawkins because Dawkins was having major trouble, and they all kind of went their separate ways. All three guys and Oni Logan on vocals. Now, later on, his band had the Robert Mason. From Warren. albums. Yep. But, I mean, hey, gold ain't bad. I mean... Hey, it's pretty good for a side project. This might be one of my favorite songs on this album right here. This is my favorite out here. That's right. I love this song. They still crank this on the radio. I love this video, too. They're, like, riding Harleys. This being cool. Awesome. It's looking cool. Looking like they're going to kick ass and take names later and drink beer. (laughs) Sniff cocaine off Trevor's butts. Which they probably did. Which they probably did. At some point. That'd be awesome. This video made me think they did. (laughs) Hey, I love this song. This is my favorite on here, too. It's awesome. Then you got, I mean, you got this song. You got Sweet Sister Mercy. That's another favorite of mine. Good one. And a song that got me in trouble. Uh oh. Better roses. Behind, yes. I think we've talked about I, that before. I, uh, my anniversary, I thought it'd be cool. And, uh, like, I don't even know if I emailed or whatever. I, it, I, I was kind of new onto the apps okay. at the time, <laughs> dating my age here. And, uh, it's like, oh, I'll email this slipper and wet radio station. And they, you know, they take requests. So I, mm-hmm. I played this song. Which is one of my favorite Lynch Mob songs. And then I started listening to the words as it was playing as I'm sitting there with my wife. Oh no. I was like, oh, not good. So then he, yeah, yeah, definitely off. 
<laughs> so then uh, he, uh, the DJ actually played Warrant No Better Roses yeah. for me to kind of make up for that. So yeah, that helped. That smooth that things guy's over. Listening, thank you. I appreciate. Here. It really didn't help me. I'm still divorced. <laughs> I think that's kind of my own fault. Yeah. But this chorus is awesome. I always loved the chorus, so I never really paid attention to the verses. Uh-oh. And that's what got me in trouble. It happens, Smuts. You know, in my mind, to make me feel better in the chorus, I'm like, you know, life isn't no better roses. That's what I was thinking, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to be a good guy. And then I started, then I kind of listened to it. I was like, oh, crap. That's not good. I'm in trouble. Yeah. Oh, this chorus is awesome. Here it comes. That's a good song. It is a good song. I like Sweet Sister Mercy. That's a good one. That was a good one. It's definitely a good one. All right there, smuts. This album's going to stun you that I'm putting it on my top ten. What shall it be? Putting it in number seven. Number seven. 1992. This would be Pantera. display of power. I could not leave this album off. This was another this album, album that awesome. everybody had back in the day. And these guys came out. It was like, holy crap. We've never talked about Pantera yet happened. on their podcast. So I was like, wow. Yeah, that's right. This had some pretty smoking tunes oh, on dude, it. This song is awesome. I like level. Yeah. This whole album's awesome. Walk. That's a favorite on this album. And I'm trying not to cuss. Effing hostile. <laughs> this is the best song. This love. This love is a good one. I mean, it's awesome. It's been a while since I've heard this album. This whole album's good. It's got some pretty big hits on it, too. I've seen them in horror on this album, I believe, with Skid Row opening up. Oh, wow. Or I think it might have been vice versa. I can't remember which. I think Pantera at this time probably would have been opening up. It probably would have been that concert, yes. 1992, because that would have been Slave to Grind. Yep, that was it. So, I seen him headline with Biohazard and Sepultura. This just reminds me of the football locker room. This album was playing constantly. Nathan Roth, shout out to you, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is this is a great song. Memories when my whole body didn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in shape. I mean, it's a classic. Everybody had this. Unfortunately, we'll never be able to see these guys. Kind of sad. It sucks. Two of the founding members have passed away. Yes. Phil and Serio, he's still out doing stuff. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. He's involved in a lot of stuff. I think this, this next one might be my favorite on this album. I knew that you were going to play this. I knew it. I love it. Starts out kind of slow and yep. then just punches yep. you in the face like that album cover. Mm, yes. Hey, I got to be one fun fact oh, about this. Okay. The cover of that album where the guy's getting punched in the face, okay. they paid that guy to get punched in the face until they got it right. Oh, he got punched like, I don't know, 10, 20 times before they got the right oh picture and they paid him for that. How much did they pay him? I'm not sure, but... It, 
Hopefully it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you guys have never seen the album cover, that. check it out. You'll see what I'm talking about. That's funny, actually. Yeah. I want to be that guy. As long as you get paid some money. Yeah. I might even done it for free. You might be hurting for a while, though. Depending on what heavy hitters hitting you. Time. Yeah, right? <laughs> wow. Another good thing about this album, every song on here is explicit. It sure <laughs> it's a, is. It has a warning on it. It's another thing I love about it. And all their other albums after. <laughs> Definitely. This chorus is awesome right here. Here it comes. Get you. you drink this heavier stuff so I had to put this on here because this album really influenced me oh I'm sure it did and many of the people yes all right B1 okay folks this is another album I listened to for a long long time in my youth they'll enjoy it today yes absolutely and this is White Snake, 1987. I've talked about these guys quite a bit on the past episodes. This is the seventh album from White Snake. And this also became a commercial success and it charted in 10 country smuts. Oh, really? Had four big hit singles. There's a lot of crazy stories about this album. They started out with four members of the band. David Coverdale, he let them all go due to personal differences. And then he hired Vivian Campbell, which later went to... Oh, God, now... Def Leppard. (laughs) Rudy Sarzo. Sorry, I was was reading something. (laughs) Tommy Aldridge. They used to play with Ozzy Osbourne and many other bands. My bad on the Vivian Campbell thing. I was trying to read something. (laughs) But yeah, they took that band and went on tour, and the rest was history. I always love this album. I mean, it's got so many good, good, good great songs. Brings back a lot of memories. This is my favorite song. That'd be one put me on the spot right there. I'm still recovering from that. Still recovering, folks. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) What's going on? Why are you looking at me? I have to play this part of this song because I think this is so freaking awesome. Oh, man. I still remember my teenage years when this song came out. I think I was on vacation with my mom and dad, and I told my dad, I love this song. He goes, yeah, these guys, whiskey sounding voice. I, uh, I was like, this is awesome. I was hooked. When I heard this, I was freaking hooked. Absolutely. The sweet guitar leads of John Sykes. Man. Still the night. Yeah, that's a dang good song. I'm telling you, I smuts. When I hear this song, especially this part, 
I can still see 1988. I can still see it in my rear view mirror, Smuts. Absolutely. I can still see it. One of my most favorite guitar leads of all time in the song right here. Memory of Tony Katane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't forget that memory. Yeah. Now, here's a song that was left off this album, Smuts, and it was only released in the European version. Oh, really? This is called You're Gonna Break My Heart Again. Which sucked. There was two good songs that was never released in America on 1987. Now, Smuts, I got another B1 fun fact. This album had four versions. Really? It had the American version, the European version, the Bulgarian version, and the 20th anniversary edition version. They're all relatively the same. Some have just a few extra songs, a few live ones. good one. This should have been on the radio smuts. Oh, absolutely. This would have been a monster hit. Okay, now smuts. Here is another album that I'm going to bring up again. It was on our last podcast. Okay. Because this is one of my all-time favorites too. Boston. Good. Good album. 1976 self-titled. Yeah, I mean, and you still hear this on the radio. I mean, yeah, it's good stuff. This album has awesome songs from beginning to end. And it's set deck. Oh man, <laughs> eight track. It can't happen. It probably wasn't. Yeah. And like I've said in the past, this album has sold more than 75 million records worldwide and 17 million from the U.S. alone. How many million in the U.S.? 17 million. Now, Tom Schultz played the majority of the instruments on this album, which is amazing. I guess he's a perfectionist. That's probably why that Boston didn't have too many albums that came out because he's always working on them all the time. And I guess this became the best-selling debut LP in the U.S. And also won the RIAA Century Award. This is the kind of music smuts that makes you feel good. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It just makes you feel awesome, you know. I really, really like this song, and I think it's probably one of the best songs on this album besides More Than a Feeling. For play long time. Oh, yeah. This song's on the radio all the time, too. I mean, right when you hear that guitar, you know who it is. Oh, man. Oh. Smuts, if the world was ending today, and we knew it, 
no way. I would crank this album before the big one came. Wow. Yes, I would. Wow. It'd get me pumped up. It'd get you pumped up. See the end. <laughs> I think I might have to play my, that last album I played. <laughs> <laughs> A little fun fact from the B1. Boston was the first band in history, Smuts, to make their New York City debut at Madison Square Garden. Oh, wow. That's pretty big. That is big. That's big. That's definitely not tiny. No. Well, I'm taking my time. Moving on. You'll forget about me after I'm in gone. And everybody knows more than a feeling. Oh, yeah. I played that last podcast, so everybody knows that one. One of the greatest songs of all time. It is good. So, Smuts, moving on to number six. Okay, well, I'm going to go with a band. This is their debut album. Six times platinum, multi-platinum. Ten million copies sold in the U.S. The suspense is killing me. It's this band right here. Boosh. Bush. Yep, we've talked about them I love this, last week. I love this album. 16 Stone. When I, I remember yep. I was in high school when this came out. And this album's like, man, who are these guys? Yep, this I remember. Awesome. I was in college when this came out. I remember a friend of mine bought this and nobody knew who they were. Yep. And he goes, you guys just wait. These guys are going to be big. They They're were. playing in Indianapolis at the time. And I was like, who is Bush? Right. And just a few months later, these guys are awesome. These guys are the biggest band in the world. Yeah. After this album. Now their second album. It was okay. But yeah. Come down. That one's in. I mean, Machine Head, Glycerine. And my personal favorite, Alien. That is a good one. I forgot how long this intro was. These guys are awesome. This song is played on the radio even now all the time. Yeah. I actually hear Machine Head a lot more. Do you? Song. Yeah. Yeah, I have been hearing that a lot lately. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of it lately. I don't know what's going on there. But... Hey, these guys are still around. Yeah. So they've They're survived. Coming out new albums. Coming out with albums. Yes, they are. Yeah, this chorus is awesome. When I heard this chorus for the first time, I was like, holy cow. Yeah, it's a big one. A little glycerine. Everyone's probably heard these songs. This isn't me hiding these bands like usual. I mean, this. I love this song. I don't know how many nights I've listened to this song. Man. Just with the bush lattes. Curling up with yeah. a nice cold bush latte. Yeah. Kissing it. Caressing it. Feeling this. <laughs> Feeling the coldness of the can. <laughs> Sometimes you have to kiss those cold, hard lips. <laughs> this song's awesome. But I think, I don't know, this one might be my favorite Bush song, but I think this one, what we just discussed, Machine Head, this song's awesome. It's big. And the song you said, Alien, that's a good song. Yeah. 
Of course, it's slow. That's why I like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, this song's awesome. First time I heard this song, I was like, wow, this is awesome. This brings me back to my 20s. Right. Was, yeah, I mean, this was a huge album. 10 million sold in the United States. These guys are kind of almost on the forefront of the grunge, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. they, Nirvana was kind of slowing up, and these guys were rising yeah. up the ladder. Yeah, they were. Definitely were. And they held the bar for a while. Yeah, I love the chorus. It is. Now this next one, if I go into my top five. Top five. Now, I may have this back a little bit because I went with my heart. Okay, that's... Now, this is an awesome album. And this also could be on an episode coming up because after this album, I absolutely do not like these guys. Ooh. This album is every song on it's good. Awesome. Unbelievably awesome. And one of the best-selling albums in the history of the world. At the time, it was the 11th best-selling album of all time. Wow. And number one on the Billboard 200. 30 million copies sold. And it's this band right here that everyone has heard of. Gina, that's yeah. what I thought he was going to play. Guns and Roses from Appetite for Destruction. Now, after this album, no. Eh, it was okay. Had a couple, few more good songs. I, I'm just going to save it for that episode, but I love this album. That's a monster. Oh, it's huge. It's a I monster. I this when it came out. I did, too. And I think the first song I ever heard from these guys was Sweet Child of Mine. This is the first one I heard from I these guys. On MTV, I saw the video, and I'm like, who are these guys? Like, pretty wild. Like, like, wow. Yeah. Don't sound like anything I've heard in the times. I don't even say my stripper with cocaine, because I know these guys did it. And so much more. Oh, I'm more. sure. I would like them to come out with a movie about these guys. They need to. That'd be interesting. Yeah, they need to. But I mean, every song on here is good. It's so easy. Classic. Just keep picking them, smuts, and yeah, they keep train. going Mr. and going. Brownstone. I mean, Paradise City. I mean, you still hear that on the I mean, you're just like, when you hear that, you're like, yeah, take me down to the Paradise City. They keep you know? on going. And the hits kept on coming. Yeah. Sweet Child of Mine. I mean, everyone's heard these songs. I mean, one of my favorites is this song. My Michelle. It's a good one, Smuts. I love, I love this song. This is a good one. Then right after that's Think About You. That's a good song. I mean, every song on this album's good. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm wrong after this album because once you come out with an album like this, you're going to be disappointed. It's going to be hard to replicate it. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. So maybe I'm a little more harsh than I should be. Yeah, there's some good songs on Use Your Illusions 1 and 2. There were some yeah, there's not like, so good there's ones. Like 40 and 40 songs, and there's like four good songs. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you know? I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't get it enough credit. I, I, I don't know. But I can give this album credit. I mean, this is an awesome song. And if you guys listened to our last episode, 
you'll find out who dethroned these guys as the yes. biggest debut of all time. Yes. And uh, that was a shocker. That was a big shocker. I love this chorus. And there was always a Michelle. There always was. I mean, and then you got Rocket Queen. This is my favorite, well, I, mean, I think. I you like it because of drums, but... But I, I like the second part of this song. Oh, yeah? When it slows down, it's almost like a two-parter. Right. Love the bass in it. Song's unbelievably awesome. Wow, I mean, unbelievable. This definitely had some punk influence in it. You can really tell. Did you have a personal favorite on this album there, Smuts? I liked all of them. I like this one. This is one of my favorites. My Michelle. It's hard to pick one on this. I mean, they're all good. Okay. All right. We'll move on to you, B1. All right. For my next biggin'. this would be an album that I still listen to to this day, Smuts. I listen to all these albums. And that would be Genesis, oh, yeah, 1983, self-titled. Just as I thought it was going all right, big, big hit right here, Smuts. Right. You ever listen to the lyrics of this song? No, I haven't really paid attention to you it. You need really. to listen to these lyrics, Smuts. Now, this was their 12th studio album. And these guys went for a more commercial approach. Instead of doing the prog rock, progressive rock that they've done in the past. And it was a surefire success. It had four hit singles, and this also reached gold certification in the UK upon its release. I mean, upon its release there, Smuts. Now, I like this song a lot. Just a job to do. Yeah, I mean, I like these guys. I love Genesis. I love them. Now, they used to use this song as the intro to a wrestling program I watched as a kid. And when you heard the first jingle of this song, you know that Dick the Bruiser Wrestling was going to start. And this also was the third album to reach number one in the UK charts. So these guys were probably bigger than sliced bread in the UK oh, before sure. they became big in the US.
a little shout out. Phil Collins is a drummer. Yes, he is. <laughs> he <laughs> sure <laughs> is. <laughs> I dedicate this song to the smuts. Oh, wow. Taking it all too hard. <laughs> Smuts. I have heard this song. I like it. This is a real good song. I love every song on this album. There's not a loser on this album. All right, Smuts. Here's another song on another monster album that I talked about last week. This album that I brought up last week would be one of the best albums, I think, of all time as far as debut albums go. Led Zeppelin 1, 1969. This is a monster album from beginning to end, Smuts. It's got a mix of original material... Remakes, rearrangements, the blues and folk songs. And these guys just changed rock. Oh, big time. Big time. This was a big commercial success almost immediately when it came out in the UK and the US. And it also is gold certified. In 1969, so it didn't take long. Yeah, I'd say there's a lot of communication breakdowns going on right now. Just like this song says, good times, bad times. (laughs) See, Zeppelin knew what they were talking about back then. They did. And it's still relevant today. This is the kind of album smuts that you sit back with your bouche lattes and you just keep on drinking yep. one after Drink another. All, long. all day long, all night long. Well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> we'll have to pass on that one. But <laughs> No, I'm going to play a little snippet of this freaking beautiful bluesy, bluesy song. You shook me. <laughs> B1 is getting into it. This is good stuff. This album had it all. It had the rockers. It had this freaking beautiful blues. I love the blues. Love it. How can you not like Zeppelin? Oh, they're Man. Legends. All 
guys so much. Now we're getting into the nitty gritty. I'm gonna have some stunners in here. Okay. I'm gonna have definitely, well, maybe not my top two. I mean, if people know me. This they, is they, getting interesting. But number four may stun you and may stun the bones. Okay, what is it there, Smuts? With this band, little known band. When this album came out in 1990, which seems to be reoccurring. Yes, it does. Number one on the Billboard 200. Number one in 10 countries. 16 times platinum. Spent 550 weeks on the Billboard 200, which was a record. It's this song right here. It's this album. Metallica. Metallica. I could not album. leave them off. They've influenced my life so much. Good Number gravy. four. And you know what, Smuts? This harkens back to the very first or second episode of the Headbangers yes. Vault that Nikki Lane talked about this album. This song right here changed our lives. And probably many others. It did. I mean, this we knew who these guys were before this. I mean, we were huge fans already, and they were pretty big. This album came out, and holy crap. It was big. It was like they were the biggest band in the world instantly. Yes, they were. I think they were bigger than GNR for a while, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, just crazy. Yes, I remember those days smuts. I mean, you got Inner Sandman, Sad But True, Holier Than Now. The Unforgiven, wherever, I mean, they're all good. The hits kept on coming. Nothing else matters. They even had a slow song for me. Yes, they did. Nothing else matters. My Friend of Misery, classic. I remember when we got this, the Bones called me, and he wasn't very happy about this. I was mad because he was mad. (laughs) And then I I didn't give it a shot. And then all of a sudden, I started hearing all these songs on the radio, and I'm like, it's growing on you. And I listened to it again and again, and I'm like, it's growing wow, on us. really good. Yep. And my buddy Herb, this never left his Daytona. This CD. Always in his place. I mean, that's all we listen to. It's I got to see album. these guys in concert on this tour. Awesome. Thank okay. you were with us there, Smuts. I was not. Oh, you were not. Sorry no, to hear I, that. I canceled because I had a freaking basketball game. Oh, man. Bad decision. The almighty sports machine never. Yes. Stops. Bad decision by me, because I would have loved to have seen this. This is about my favorite on this album this right good, here. This, oh, I mean, this is good song. Good songs. This brings me back to my Ruth senior year of high school. Every song on here is good. It's unbelievable. It's, it really is. You know what's sad about this, Smuts? After this album... It just wasn't the same it for wasn't Metallica. The same. They could come out with shitty albums and shitty songs, and people still loved them. They could do no wrong. But but the true fans, they did wrong. Like us, they did us wrong. We were sad and we were mad. Their new album's not too bad, though, actually. Yeah, it's okay. It's better than some of the other crap in between. Yeah. To me, this is the very pinnacle of Metallica right here. And you got, I mean, they give me slow songs on this album. I mean... This song was played nonstop on the radio. Yes, it was. And it was just kind of weird for us, like, younger listeners, you know, you're like Metallica. Well, yeah, yeah they're, they're Metallica. They're in your face well, and they're loud. Before they were Metallica, when they still were Metallica, but not selling, like, stadiums. That was a big change. You no, know, that was a huge change. Yeah. Then everyone had a Metallica t-shirt on, not just us. Yeah. Like, everyone had, like, they're not looking at, they're, like, looking at us, like, waving at us. 
now, like, you know. We love these guys before you did. Yeah, and now everyone loves them. And you guys didn't even know what master of puppets were, yeah. or kill them all, or ride the lightning. Right. Those are all good albums. Yeah. I mean, I, I just couldn't even believe when Metallica had a slow song. I was like, what is happening here in my life? Maybe that's why it drove me to drink <laughs> at a young age. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. <laughs> but then after I started drinking, I must have started liking it because this whole album kicks butt. It's pretty good. It's real good. All right. All right. What else now you got? My Smuts? next one. I sold 20 million copies wow had three top tens and two number ones on this album and i i can't believe i haven't talked about these guys the first album i ever purchased in my life i think i know what this is in 1986 bon jovi bon i think i remember jovi. you talking about this before your first cassette it was my first cassette man and this, this had some good songs huge yeah I was in junior high, and I remember these songs on the airwaves, and everybody loved these guys. No, just this is unbelievable. Oh, I thought you might have had these a little higher there, Smuts. It's going to be pretty interesting well, that, to see where you go with that new album, one and two. That new album really kicked me off. It kind of pushed him down it, the, just, the bladder a little. It hurt me. Hurt you. I stare at his poster in my garage every day, and I'm like, why? Maybe I should rip that sucker Maybe down. I, I thought about it. Put a few bush lattes in. I thought about it. But this couldn't I be did. done. You know, you got you give love a bad name. Living on a prayer. Wanted dead or alive. Never say goodbye, which is a ballad classic. Yep. I mean, raise your hands is good. And we've heard all those songs. Yes, we have. One that you may not have heard. Deep cut from the smut. Deep cut from the smut is this one without love i have not heard this song in a long time i love this song it brings me back to my youth (laughs) back to the first time my this cassette tape got eaten oh and i was like oh my god no it just got wore out this song is awesome Smuts, do you know the history on the original album cover for Slippery When Wet? Uh, yeah, they had to change it for some reason. Because of a gal in a wet t-shirt. Oh, yeah, and they changed it. The record that. company they did like not it. like that. Yeah, this is a good song. I'm going to cheat a little bit. Okay. I'm going to try. First, I want to hear this chorus because I haven't heard it for a long time. <laughs> I haven't either. I mean, it, it's sad, but yet it, it gets you up a little bit, you know? I'm about to go home and listen to this again. Man. There you go. Yeah, get you through the night. Feels right without love. Yeah, I love it. Now I'm gonna cheat a little bit. I'm gonna put two albums by the same people because I love them both. For your number two. For my number. Number still three. number three. For your number three, what would that be? Bon Jovi, New Jersey. This is a classic too, Smuts. Five top ten hits, sold over ten million copies, and two number ones. I love this intro. It is so cool. I mean, this whole album is good. Bad Medicine, Lay Your Hands on Me, Born to Be My Baby. 
living in sin, blood on blood, wild as the wind. Yeah. I mean, stick to your guns. That's my favorite right That's there, awesome Smuts. Song. And I'll be there for you who has not heard that song. That's the instant prom I mean, classic right there. Oh, my Lord. And I'll tell you what, every chick wanted to bang Bon Jovi and Richie Sambora. They were the now, men sure, back I'm then. I'm sure Tico got a few clean up there, but you know, <laughs> I mean, he had a rock and mullet. <laughs> David Bryan on the keys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These guys are a far shade of what they oh, I just, were back then. I mean, album. There's only what? Get over it. Two or three guys left. Richie's gone. Richie's gone. It's just John and the uh, bass player's gone. Alec Van Such. They kicked him out because he had a drinking problem, which, hey, come on, man. There ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm sure he's better by now. I, I don't know. Without Richie in this band, they suck. I don't even care about Bon Jovi anymore. He Richie, brought that. Richie probably voted for Trump. I bet he did. I bet he did. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> I mean, this is classic. I love it when the guitar kicks in. Yeah. I, I, awesome. I put Slipper and Wet on, and I'm like, man, I can't leave this album off. Do them in tandem. I had to do them in tandem. And my top two is going to be the same way. I'm All right. A little bit. I cheated. Come on. Come on. Yeah. That guitar kicks in. Awesome. Too. See, oh, back man. then, this music was good. It made you feel good. Yeah. You didn't care about other troubles in the world or what's going on in your life. Care. It just made you feel good for a while. It sure did. Still does today. Yes, it does. But then I just think about bills to pay. I think about bills to pay. I think about he voted for Biden. <laughs> I just can't get over it. <laughs> I mean, this is a good song. I mean, this, this is a good song. Stick your gun. This is one of my favorites. It's this a is a song. little bit of a deep cut. Deep cut. But it's great. Good motivational song right here. You know, Smuts, this almost makes me think of John's solo album. This oh, yeah. could be a song that was on his yeah, absolutely. solo album for the Young Guns, Young Guns 2. 2. Very good movie. Yeah. Yeah, this song's awesome. Bon Jovi used to be awesome. Not anymore. I still got to love them because they had so many good songs in my childhood. Yep. So I have to give them props, but... So there we go. So disappointed. We got to hear the chorus kick in on yes, this. Yes, we line. do. It's a sweet chorus. Yes, we do. Oh, yeah, right here. Good there. That is good. That is real good stuff. It's pretty good. Bring pick back there, a lot of good memories. 
Okay, for me, my next pick, which would be number four. Talked about these guys before. Talking about them again. Uh-oh. The Galactic Cowboys. This is their second album, Space in Your Face. These guys are one of my favorites. I love this album. Now, if you remember a little ways back, I talked about these guys. They're more of a hard rock metal Beatles-influenced vocals kind of band. And I guess these guys had their big break with this album. It did become a minor success. And it did get on the general market smuts, and they had some regular airplay MTV. I guess these guys were ignored by the David Geffen Company record label because of the big success of Nirvana at the time. So they went back in the studio and recorded this monster of an album, and it really got more attention by the record label. Really? And yes, these guys did get bigger. I mean, this was pretty much at the start of the grunge, and these guys did fight it off for a while. They were smuts. This is called No Problems. Now, little fun fact for you smuts from the B1. There are two hidden tracks on this CD because Geffen only wanted so many tracks on this album and the band wanted two more, so they hit them. And there's a weird way to find these tracks on this CD. You got to let the play through, like track 12 through 19, and it'll start playing, and another one will play backwards when you're looking at it on your player. As far as the numbers go. All right. Okay. That sounds good. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to play one of those hidden tracks. They were a little strange, really cool. This one is called Still Life of Peace. Little sitar going. Gets into the heavy part. This definitely had a Beatles influence kind of song with these guys. Play a little bit of this here. Cajun serenity as freedom. 
Yeah, pass that doobie there, smuts. <laughs> We're just kidding, folks. Better go order a pizza. <laughs> we we do not endorse no, drug use no, on the headbangers vault, not. but we can still joke about just it. Bush latte. Sometimes Keystone Light latte. All right, smuts. Here's a big one. This is a big one. This is my number three. three. Many times have we talked about this. I won't spend a lot of time. Oh, Def Little Def Leopard hysteria. We all about, know about I this. About put that on there. Yep. I just couldn't do it. It was hard for me to pick my three, two, one. I could probably interchange these. We all know about hysteria. The biggest albums of all time. I guess this was the first single here in the United States. And what would this song be there, Smuts? Put him on the spot. Does he know his hysteria track list? I do not. You put me on the spot. Oh, man. music floating in my brain right now i can't it's hard when you do one of these this would be women oh. i'm gonna go with a deep cut on this one smuts okay. this is a popular amongst some of us this is called gods of war okay. this wasn't a hit song but everybody seemed to like this song smuts good song yeah some of the songs that didn't make it to the radio are very good on this album you know like this one run riot love and affection a little bit of this chorus here and i'm going to turn it back over to the smuts that's a really good song yeah So we've all know about this album, so just check out our past. I don't know how many podcasts we've talked about these guys. Yep. We had an episode all about them. Yeah, check that one out. That one was a little heated. <laughs> yeah, sorry I'm off a little bit tonight, people. B1's put me on the spot. I usually have the answer. That's what I, I like to do. I got stuff floating through my mind trying to do some research okay drum roll smuts what is it this is number two what is it and i'm doing the joint thing again like i did for bon jovi because i could not leave either one of these albums off it's one of my favorite bands of all time it's number 10 on the billboard 200 had a number two song had a number 20 song had a number 27 song had a number 30 song one of my favorite bands of all time warrant there we go Little dirty, rotten, filthy, stinking rich. Heaven's one of the best slow songs in the history of the world. I remember buying this, Mutz. Oh. I remember getting this. Oh, everyone had this album. Yep. And the first time I saw it was when they had the roller derby thing. They played at halftime. I remember Down that. Boys. I'm like, who are these guys jumping around? Rockin' really games. Yeah, it was awesome. I was like, oh my god, I gotta get this. 
Yes, good song. Down Boys. I mean, we heard that. Big Talk reached number 30. We got Heaven in the Sticks. Sometimes She Cries. Sometimes She Cries. That's one of my favorites. Which reached number 20. That's awesome. And then we got to go. We're going to go back over to here. On their other album, Cherry Pie. Oh, yeah. They go hand in hand. Which reached number seven on the Billboard 200. Hand in hand. Huge. Yeah. Originally, the album was going to be called Uncle Tom's Cabin. Ooh, that's news. They changed it to Cherry Pie. Really? And this song was huge. I mean, you saw this video on MTV. All the time. I've seen these guys on tour for this album. Very first concert. It's classic. Uncle Tom's Cabin is one of my favorites. I saw Red. That's one of my personal oh, favorites. That's good. Better Roses. Loving a stereo. Yep. Sure feels good to me. Blind Faith. I like Song Dance Man. That's a good one. Mr. Rainmaker. That's a good one. What about Ode to Tipper Gore? That's a good, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, this is classic. I mean, you still hear this on the radio. Yes, you I hear do. it on 94.3. Yes, you do. All right, I'm gonna. We're getting a little short on time here, people. So I'm gonna go right to my number one, number one number band one album smuts. of all time. This is it for the smuts. And I think most people that know me very well know what I'm gonna go with here, people, because I am the youth gone yep. wild. Why does this not surprise me, there, smuts? <laughs> Freaking Skid Row's yep. album. Tune into our last episode for more on this album. It is awesome. This was a big, big monster. Big monster. Slave to the Grind actually was even bigger. Yeah, it, it is. number one on the Billboard yes, 200. it is. These guys were on top of the world. These first two albums were just mega. I mean, big Gun, Sweet Little Sister, Piece of Me, 18 and Live. Youth Gone Wild, Here I Am. I mean, I remember you as maybe the best ballad in the history of my life. <laughs> I mean, this whole album is awesome. I got to meet Sebastian Bach. I met David Snake Sabo, who originally was the guitar player in Bon Jovi. That's right. Little and him and Bon Jovi back. are fans. They're friends. Yes, they and are. That's how Skid Row got signed. Yep. By, from Bon Jovi. I've heard that. But yeah, this is an awesome song. Our buddy Watts calls it Smuts Gone Wild. <laughs> Can't stand the heartaches another day. This is a good one. This is one of my favorites. This is more of a deep cut. I'm throwing out the deep cut tonight. Yeah. I mean, and then on Slave to Grind, you got Monkey Business. Yeah, it's all over the place. In a darkened room, wasted time, which is one of my favorites. Quick saying Jesus. I'm, good song, I'm glad I was be, a kid, Smuts, when this stuff came oh, out. I know, but this my I love this song. This is a good this one. This is when the grunge was starting to take over, but this album was still number one. Yep. And these guys got a little heavier. I mean they're still heavy, but they got a little heavier. Yes, they, and this, did. they pulled it off. Yeah. They did pull it off. 
I, I love when it kicks in right here. That's a cool video, too. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Hair flowing. Got the chain in the nose going. <laughs> Rachel Borland. Oh, I love it. Nice. That's how I, I, this song plays through my head every day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I love it. Can't be king of the world, people. You're slave to the grind. A lot of us are a slave to the grind. I mean, you got, you got, you got this song too. Psycho love. I haven't heard this one in a while. I mean, this. Both these albums are awesome. I love Skid Row. I wish they'd get back with Sebastian Bach. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Happen. It's gonna happen, but so there know. you go, folks. There it is. Smuts is number one. Skid Row. My Skid Row. I mean, I could have. I'm just gonna give out some quick other ones. I mean, I could have went Danger, Danger. Okay, yeah. You know, I thought you might. I could have went talk White Lion. Yep. I could have went. This is gonna stun you. Eve Six. Okay. 1999 Horoscope. That whole album's good. Interesting. And that's a band I like, and I've not really discussed them. And another. Which I should have put this on. I'm kicking myself I didn't. 1985, Dio, Sacred Heart. Yeah, we need to get, get into out. Dio a little more in the future. All right, guys. All right, B1, what you got? For the B1. We'll close this down. This isn't going to be no surprise to anybody. It's a Christian shit. We'll see. Iron Maiden. Somewhere and I was going to put an Iron Maiden album on. Time. I mean, you could. I mean, I could. I could have put a Megadeth album. I'm telling you what, Smuts, this one is my number one. Or hard. This was a very hard decision. Hard, hard decision. I love this CD. I love it. Love it. It's a good and album. Iron Maiden is awesome. It's sold over one million copies in the U.S. alone. Yep, yep. This one of the most expensive albums the band ever recorded, too. That's a good album. Had so many hits. They're awesome. I mean, somewhere in time, stranger in a strange yeah, land. I love that song. Heaven can't wait. Yep. Deja vu. Classics. Alexander the Great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just check our I maiden episode I out. Put, I could have put this album on. There's so many albums I could have put on. Yeah, I know it was hard. Now, I'm gonna play a song that was not played. On this album, it was only on a B-side. Oh, wow. Deep cut. It's a deep cut. This is with Adrian on vocals. Oh, really? Yes. It's called Reach Out. I guess he is also a good, accomplished vocalist, too. Adrian Smith on vocals. Wow. This was a B-side. I've never heard this song. I'm digging it. Super deep, folks. I'm liking it. I got this at a tape and record show one time. <laughs> I paid a little bit of money, but the B1 had to have it. Had it. I played a lot of Maiden on this podcast, especially oh, yeah. on this album. So I thought I'd play a deep, deep cut. That's pretty good. I like this song.
good. I like it. Little Bruce in the background there. That's really good. I like it a lot. Oh, yeah. There we go. We got Smuts wow. interested now. Never so get you, that. Yeah, I mean, here's another kind of deep cut. The loneliness of a long-distant runner. <laughs> Every song was good to me on this CD. Every right. song. Nobody can convince me otherwise. When I was a teenager, I would jam this all the time. Smuts. My mom would holler at me, turn it out! <laughs> and I just turned it up. Turned it up in my stereo. You can't tell me what to do. Oh, well, that's what we thought when we were kids, but <laughs> we knew otherwise. Yeah. Because the hammer eventually fell. Yeah. Yes. I mean, the belt got taken off. It did. Yes, it did sometimes. <laughs> Now Smuts for my number one. Uh, what is it? I'm, I'm, I've mentioned this band before in our Christian episode. Oh, Lord. Yep. The Reverend has his number one pick. Favorite album of all time. This would be Savior Machine. Number one. Wow. 1993. Was not expecting this. I'm full of surprises. I'm telling you, Smuts, it was hard between this one hard. and Iron Maiden. I mean, I could have put so many more. Me in, you too. Know, you know, you kind of stunned I didn't put Britney Fox album on it. Yeah, you're right. I could have put a Britney Fox album on. I could have put a Pretty Boy Floyd. Yeah, that's right. I know you love those guys. I do love those guys, but I left them off for those other it's, albums. It's, it's hard. It is very hard. Now, you know what? These guys had such a unique sound when I listened to this album. It just blew me away. I've never heard anything like this in my whole life. My friend Rob let me borrow this. Mm-hmm. I played it from beginning to the end, and I was just Loved mystified. It. Loved it. And it never stopped playing in my cassette deck or my CD player. It's just so incredible. I mean, it's got a Pink Floydish sound, kind of a prog rock, metal, David Bowie. Yeah, definitely David Bowie. They even did a David Bowie tribute really? album. Yep. There's just so much going on. There's orchestration just throughout the whole album. This is called Carnival of Souls. This band was formed by Jeff and Eric Clayton in 1989. I'm just stunned that this is your number one, not Iron Maiden. I know, I know. I could probably have 10 number 10s. Now this song right here caused a little controversy with some of the Christian record stores. Oh, oh. got their panties in a bunch. They think it did. This song was called Legion, and it was based off the book of Revelations in the Bible. guess the Christian bookstores banned this because of this song, because of their approach that they took on the lyrics with this. And it is still banned in the United States, this album, but it's real big in Europe. Are you serious? I'm serious. I guess this was a landmark gothic metal album for the Christian market in the 90s. 
This is probably one of my most favorite songs on this album, Smuts. Go to the chorus right here. This is intense. This is an intense song. It's getting intense. Yeah. Yeah, we'll end the show with a little legion right here because we're running out of time. But I'm telling you guys, listen to Savory Machine, their number one and number two album. Love this part. <laughs> He's getting into it, people. <laughs> I love it. It's pretty good. I just can't believe it's your number one. Oh, man. So much. I love this album. Now I'm thinking I made the right choice. You are, you're, Sorry, you're Maiden, okay but... Wow. I just love Save Your Machine. I don't know if I'm okay with any of my choices. It was hard. It was hard, Smuts. But there you have it, people. B1 and Smuts Top 10. Hard choices for us today. Very hard, very hard. You kind of get an inside to our musical taste a little bit and what we love and... I could probably say my number two with Maiden could be intermixed with Power Slave as a tandem. I had to go the tandem way because I just couldn't leave those albums off because I just love them just as much as those other albums. I know. I mean, you guys go out there and listen to some of these albums. You'll probably see what me and the Smuts are talking about because they're so good. Some of you fans may not like a few on mine, like Genesis and some of that, but I still think they're good. So you still need to check Bush them out. And probably Pantera on mine. If yep. They're straight 80s get people. So Got some metal and some yeah, hair bands. It a different for me, but I, those I did too. It's my life. I'm with you right there, Smuts. So they all meant a lot to me. Yep. There's several other albums that meant a lot to me just as well. But yep, you're right. So there you have it, folks. Thanks for listening. Check us out on all social media Podbean, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, everything else. And what we've always said before, there's much. If it's too loud, you're you're too too old. old. Keep rocking, everybody. God bless, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Headbangers Vault. Bring you the best in rock and metal music and music talk with your host, B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Check us out on your social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you'd be interested in being a part of our show or advertising with us, please visit our webpage at headbangersvault.podbean.com. And remember, if it's too loud, you're too old. Remember, B1, never say goodbye. Never say goodbye. This broke my heart.